and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast discussing entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Did I get all that right? I think so. Kind of let myself go on autopilot, just really hoping that I knew the <laughs> knew the end. It felt a little weird, but I don't I don't actually know what would have been weird about it. Hmm. So yeah, that's probably wrong. It's fine. It's okay. News. Well, let's uh, let's talk some about some, some news. news. Yeah. Uh, the Super Bowl happened the day after we recorded the last couple, so yeah, we're which really was late on this. This is fine. These are some of the oldest of news, but we've had some time to to percolate our opinions. Might have been a good plan to actually rewatch the trailers before we started talking about these. Probably would have been a good plan. Yeah, a lot of good plans that retroactively would have been good for this podcast, but we did none of them. So you know what? That's okay. This is our path, and we're on it. <laughs> let's uh, let's dive right in. <laughs> uh, which one first? Uh, let's see. Well, we got a couple of kind of non-trailers in the form of moon knight which was basically just like a tv spot version of the yep. trailer we already saw um sonic the hedgehog 2 yep um which didn't have a lot to it uh we got um i think there's a batman tv spot probably mm, probably um there was uh one of the the bigger ones that we got a little bit the doctor strange was a new one right? that was one of the new ones yeah i'm saving the big one for last so we can Oh, the, oh right yes that that one the yeah <laughs> i knew that yeah uh so dr. yeah strange. dr strange in the multiverse of madness yeah. looks like a big messy movie we saw a different version of dr strange aside from regular dr strange and yeah. evil uh cthulhu dr strange multiple dr stranges yep uh also we've seen uh it was one of those slip-ups of people putting information on the internet by accident mm-hmm. um that uh um andrew garfield and toby mcguire have been casted in this movie mm. so we'll probably see more of that kind of stuff like those ones just popping in maybe mm-hmm. we'll see like maybe it maybe they'll use like unused footage from spider-man or something like that yeah I can't it, imagine it that won't they, be a lot it yeah. can't be a major plot point because that would distract too much yeah. from i mean it should be a big weird movie anyway Maybe it's just like a Doctor Strange explaining what the hell happened in No Way Home, and, <laughs> and then uh, just there's like little clips here and there, but um, yep, they will probably make an appearance. Um, one thing that I saw, someone pr- kind of broke this down. The scene in the orchard, okay, is definitely an illusion. Okay, because if you look at the way that like those cuts like back and forth, and then there's another series of shots of them talking mm-hmm. that they're wearing almost the exact same thing. The lighting's almost the same way that and the angles and like things about them are the same. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of the things where it's just like it's just complete destruction around them and mm-hmm. they're both in full garb. Um, and so it's probably a we don't know what the source of the illusion which of them would be the the one making the illusion or i think you've given it away which of them ah! were, huh? well, i mean it could be a thing that she's like losing her mind what like completely and dr mm-hmm. strange uses it to calm her it's true yeah uh, or it could be her thinking like so disillusioned or under her own like illusions mm-hmm. of like what she is like same kind of uh alluding to her whole right thing in wandavision where she's like oh everything's fine but like she was doing a lot more than she thought she was right maybe that maybe more of that it's possible um but that was all wrapped up though wasn't it she's kind of got a better understanding of her powers and suppose so the evil flying purple witch told her that she was the scarlet witch you have chaos magic you're a nexus point or something yeah something like that so who knows words and now she understands her character better yeah we'll go with it you know bibbity boppity boo we new character arc uh 
but that that's a thing that's happening so mm-hmm. there's no actual orchard scene right that makes sense because last time we saw wanda she's in a cabin in the mountains that probably wouldn't have an orchard out back yeah probably. so i don't know uh yeah we'll see do you think wanda's gonna be the outright villain of this no nah. okay no nah, i think it's gonna be a um I don't think there's going to be an outright person who's a villain. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be kind of similar-ish. It's going to be like Doctor Strange's side of No Way Home, okay. where the villain is complete and utter cacophony of mm-hmm. <laughs> of multiverses and things. Like maybe evil Doctor Strange is like is a bad guy, but he's mm-hmm. like they team up or something to sure. keep things tied to get tied down or something. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's just going to be a whole bunch of madness moldy multiverse of it you might you might say yeah that'd be the the thing to say yeah are you do you want this yeah i'm i'm less soured on marvel as you like they keep putting out good stuff i keep enjoying it um it's kind of exhausting to be as excited for it as i was like say leading up to infinity war and endgame that kind of trajectory um but i'm still at a point where like yeah, I'm looking forward to going to see this in the theaters okay. at this point. I'm not as hyped as I am for certain other things that are coming in. We get to see in less than a week. Less than a week. <laughs> uh, I I don't know, man. I just like, it's not that I'm jaded. Well, I am like jaded on that. Yeah. I think they need to stop. But it's just like, I feel like it's just getting to be too much and too big. Mm-hmm. Like, bigger's not always better. That's true. It, it would have been nice to just like, um, Shang-Chi was mm-hmm. the right level of scope and stakes mm-hmm. for me that I, and I wanted the, them to just kind of chill and same thing with the shows, not really Loki, uh, uh, Captain Falcon. Like, right. That show. I liked that level of stakes. I wanted mm-hmm. them to kind of like bring it down for a while, Okay, but it's just, they're like, they went two movies and two shows into the full chaos of the multiverse and everything going absolutely big. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'd, I feel like I'm just not ready for that big stuff yet. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I it mean, it took 10 years for them to get to that right, the first time. Right. I mean, we don't know what where they're ramping up towards and what the ramp up is going to potentially look like. Yeah. Um, we don't know if this is already like a first culmination or if this is like the I don't know, the Iron Man 2 of the first movies yeah. where it's just starting to put together some of the pieces. Um I imagine they have things pretty well laid out. And I mean, I I've liked the approach so far. We're actually getting a kind of a good mix of stuff like Shang-Chi and uh, mm-hmm. Black Widow that are pretty well self-contained, yeah. fun, enjoyable movies in their own right. But then we also get some of the bigger, weirder stuff and I'm fine with having both. Yeah. Moon Knight's probably just going to be its own great little thing. Yeah. No, I expect it to be, to be, um, I, I think it's just like, I expect a level of groundedness from mm-hmm. the Marvel movies. Like, not that it needs to be Dark Knight trilogy level grounded. Right. But, like, Iron Man and Thor, like, they were somewhat fantastical, but, like, magic was limited. Right. And now our main lightning rod characters are the most powerful mages in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. And it just, there are no rules anymore. And I feel like yep. I can't, like, I don't... I, the movies are going to be interesting to watch, but I don't feel like they're going to get, they're going to lose because what they're just going to know a spell 
that can fix it and they'll pull it out right at the end and be like, oh, I can try, I could do this spell and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But like with Iron Man, it's like, that's yeah, such a good movie. Yeah. And yes, it's got like the science fiction, uh, like sure. arc reactor and suit of armor and weapons and stuff. Yeah. But it's about his character and yeah. everything. And it's no longer about that. It's about big magic people fighting big magic other people. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe that's why I'm losing interest. Is it's no fair. longer about the characters; it's right. about the events. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, maybe. I, I mean, mean I'll it point may be out a completely different thing. <laughs> I'll point out that No Way Home was very character driven, despite yeah, and being I love No Way Home super event. I, yeah. So I have faith in them to keep doing that sort of thing. I feel like we have this conversation every time a new maybe. Marvel property comes yeah. out. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm still very excited. Yeah, I mean, I was excited from No Way Home for a while. Like, that one I was excited for because, like, I knew that it was going to be multiverse nuts, nuts mm-hmm. stuff, but, like, also it was, like, Spider-Man and right. his stuff. And, yeah, I just don't see Multiverse of Madness doing that. And so I need I to put my expectations on that. We'll see. Yeah. Other big trailer. Other big trailer. Gonna go Lord of the Rings. Colon the Rings of Power. Yeah. What a subtitle. Yeah. So do you want to go first? I didn't notice it when watching it, but they don't understand Tolkien's cultures. No. Like, I've I've been seeing videos of them breaking down the styles of all the, like, Dwarven and Elven and stuff like that, and, like, they just didn't stick to those. It feels wrong. And... I it's very rare for a trailer to immediately take my excitement down to a one. Yeah. Which is really disappointing. Yeah. I feel like a part of me always knew this was going to happen because Amazon prime. I feel like Amazon prime hasn't made a really, really good thing yet. I hear the marvelous miss Maisel is really good. Okay. But like yeah man and i castle the first season was good but like just good good not like yeah. spectacular exactly good. yeah and invincible was good but that's also because that is just pulling like frame from frame from a really really renowned comic exactly and so they don't have like i really i don't give them credit for that yeah and people like the boys but like yeah like the boys fine. is fun and solid but like it's like and I've talked about them. Like I've talked about liking the boys, the mm-hmm. first season of the boys. I didn't really like the second season. Mm-hmm. I've talked about liking the first, uh, well, a pretty good amount of the Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Um. What are the other ones? I've I, the Tick was funny. I never watched the second half, so it didn't sure. draw me in. Yeah, that's about where I was at with that one. But nothing that's nothing Daredevil level. Nothing right. that Netflix has proven that they can do. Netflix has had hits time and time again. Yeah. We actually were talking about this with uh, a couple of our friends last night that. Like Netflix, that people refer to kind of the pre Bird Box era or the pre uh, like Titan era, where mm. everything they did was really solid, and now they have mm-hmm. a lot of misses. But also, I feel like they're still putting out really good stuff at the same rate. Yeah, there's just the gaps between them are filled in with mediocre and ick. Yeah, it's like Queen's Gambit, totally solid. Yeah, Power um, of the Dog, which I haven't seen yet, but I have a date with Andrew next weekend to see. Nice. Um, is a uh, 
Oscar nominated movie, like mm-hmm. the most Oscar nominated movie this Roma. year. Roma. Like they Brilliant have really movie. good stuff. And so yeah. like, we know Netflix can really land things. Mm-hmm. Like when we think, see things come out, we're like, oh, that is probably bad. Like Witcher is good. I yeah. feel like Witcher is solid. Witcher is solid. And that's the best that Amazon Prime would like i feel like has achieved yeah like that level yeah wheel of time is apparently a disappointment i haven't got around to it i don't have a lot of intention of getting around to it but it's like this was i feel like this was their chance to prove themselves because they're just building on something that is so well loved and you know what this makes me really worried for james bond yeah yep they got james bond now and i I hate to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm the really... James Bond has already changed, like, like MGM changed what the James Bond is with Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. And so that, them having already done that, there is no one uh, unilateral, not unilateral, uh, unified image of what James Bond is. Right. And so Amazon will feel comfortable making some more changes to the character mm-hmm. and it will almost definitely be to the detriment of the property yep yeah this is this is bad this is bad amazon needs to buy bye <laughs> <laughs> they well they need to figure some things out they content need to, find, they need to stick with their niche as corrupt and uh, manipulative and exploitive the amazon shopping is mm-hmm. it's its niche yeah stay out of the rest of it you're not a media company yeah stop trying to be everything yeah it's like facebook i hate facebook but at least they kind of understand what what meta is intended to be it's intended to be the internet hub of humans right basically it's their human trafficking (laughs) (laughs) uh but amazon doesn't really know what it wants to be and it just wants to be everything and it's a terrible model and they're like they, yeah, you know, once... they could probably treat their employees better if they weren't funneling a ton of money into buying MGM and a bunch of other stuff. Spending $250 million on a season of a Lord of the Rings show that everyone's going to hate. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a problem. Yeah. I feel like watch it. they kind of want to be one of those like dystopian companies that's <laughs> 50 years in the future and just owns everything. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of E Corp from... Uh, uh mr robot yeah where it's just kind of they do everything yeah. um yeah no i and i mean there are a lot of flaws with just their content creation generally i just i haven't seen an amazon show yet where i've been convinced by the visual yeah look of it it always feels we- really weird and matted uh so have you ever seen the uh there are like little videos and clips and like uh pictures of someone taking a picture of someone's face at different distances mm-hmm. and how like that affects like the the um like what it looks like like the distance mm-hmm. from i don't know camera like because of the lens right when you're like at a distance it your head looks wider and your hair can be like more puffed up and you like look mm-hmm. more like attractive i guess but when you like zoom up like really close it thins out because like the light of the sides aren't making it to the camera and so like your hair is a lot thinner and your like Mm -hmm. face is longer and stuff like that and when i see that when i see the things that amazon prime does that's kind of the vibe i get Mm -hmm. where it's just like 
it just feels weird and the it's cgi all, it's like the yeah. lighting is wrong it's a little artificial everything's yeah. kind of too bright too clean yeah yeah or like too dark and too monotone yeah like in uh case of man in the high castle yeah it's just various shades of gray and blue yeah <laughs> and brown yeah it all just it kind of feels the same but it, it feels ugly yeah somehow um netflix tends to be pretty compelling yeah. visually they have some stuff out there with some really horrible effects mm-hmm. um but Titan. to be expected <laughs> <laughs> um but like altered carbon that's a that feels like a its own unique mm-hmm. sci-fi world it has its own visual style it's got its own cinematography it never feels like this it, it feels like you're actually watching the world you're not yeah. watching a story set in the world right um i don't know I, I don't know how to fix that problem i don't know how to explain that problem more specifically than is, everything kind of looks weird this is why but... we're the un, we're the unqualified podcast <laughs> we talk about what we feel and why we feel it now tell us in the comments have you had this experience watching amazon properties that it just kind of it looks artificial it feels artificial visually yeah um which is a problem because they put so much effort into the practical effects of rings of power apparently apparently but it doesn't look like it yeah it doesn't come across like it did with lord of the rings yeah who's the showrunner for it um i don't know if he's showrunning it but j.a biona is doing a lot of the work he's directing the first couple episodes um I think the actual showrunner is probably not someone we've heard of. It usually isn't. Gotcha. I don't know. My phone's not loading. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. I'll watch the first few episodes. I will. Are they watch... dropping all at once? I actually don't know. Okay. I would assume so. I think that's been Amazon's model with everything so far. I think the other problem I have is that, like, Matt Smith, I feel like, has not made it to be a person that you can get past that it's Matt Smith. He's had too few and too big of roles. Like, when I see him in a trailer, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's Matt Smith, not a character. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's a lot of other people that, like, I can look past like, the actor. It might just be a me thing. I thought he was in House of the Dragon, not this. Oh! Yes. Who's the person that's in Ring of Power? I don't know. I don't remember any of the actors that are in it. I think they're all new people. Because they spent all the money making the effects look terrible. Oh, snap. Boom. Got him. Whoops. I saw a person that I swear I recognized. Maybe it was the House of the Dragon that I saw. Yeah. Ah, bummer. Oh, well. It's, it'll be fine. It's going to be bad. It'll be fine. It's fine. It's everything's... Or I we just can't have good content anymore. Yeah, I'm just I mean, Hobbit did it first, but like I really worry about the Star Warsification of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because for me, Lord of the Rings is something that should be treated a little more reverently. Yeah. Um, and not just mined for every last little drop of content. Yep. Um maybe that's silly of me to so idolize a book, but I feel like it's maybe it's a similar problem that we get that I was expressing with the MCU in general is that mm-hmm. they're going with such a magical era. It's going to be hard to keep that grounded. Yeah. So much of Lord of the Rings is grounded. Like somewhat like it goes into the magic of like, yeah, the no, ring, it is. but like all the magic is contained in this ring 
is evil and the big sky eye eyeball is is an angry man skyball skyball it's and like that's pretty much the extent of it otherwise it's men fighting war yeah and that's what it is yeah and it's a it's a fantastical world but it's meant to be like the prehistory of our world yeah and maybe it's just part of that is that they're trying to go too grandiose and it's losing what made lord of the rings appealing we mm-hmm. can't relate to elves and their problems because their problems are oh man what am i gonna do for the next literally eternity of my life yeah um and then in like we sympathize with boromir yeah and faramir because they're humans and they have yeah. brothers and family issues and yeah. we're like that's so sad the temptation of power to do just and good things but knowing that it will corrupt you at yeah. the end I, yeah solid themes it's good stuff Just can't land that with when you talk about elves and dwarves and not so much yeah yeah you get too wrapped up in the fantastical elements of it yeah so uh oh well yikes what a bummer yeah i was really hoping that they'd do it right at least it didn't tarnish lord of the rings like lord of the rings the show the series is still good yes the book is good the movies are good That's we don't we talk need. about the hobbit yep what if we, we got a boromir Farmer buddy cop movie that would be about the strangest thing i could think of <laughs> in the lord of the rings property i wouldn't put it past amazon to drop that in like 2028 but it would be kind of cool though because they have so much history together as brothers like, yeah i mean like that would be a fantastic like, working together of- against the rising tide of mordor's forces yeah. there's a there's a fun like sort of a little more ground level yeah. gritty not gritty gritty but like lord of the rings gritty yeah just and like them just fighting with punching orcs dad. yeah yeah that'd be really cool i dig it I'm back on board. You convinced me. Yay! Of Rings of Power so that we can get... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love Rings of Power uh, because I want this one thing that will never happen. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we should do a uh, a short film that's totally not them, <laughs> but it's like absolutely them. It's like, oh no, the the irks are coming from boar boar <laughs> <laughs> we just reverse the name of everything let's mordor backwards Roar- rod rom rod rom or rod um yeah rod rom the craws are coming from rod rom <laughs> oh, i hate it uh, uh it'd get too confusing so we'll call them marabir and marafir <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right marabir and pipafir pipamir Combine Mary and into that. <laughs> I hate it. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we got a bit of news, kind of. Uh, an accidental casting slip from mm-hmm. the Batman movie. Yep. We Well, we knew he was cast. We knew that Barry Kogan, Coogan? Uh, I've always pronounced it Keoghan. Keoghan? I don't know if that's it's right. Keegan. It's probably like Keegan or Kagan or something. Yeah. Kagan. Uh, Mr. Barry is barry k barry k was cast in it and basically i like we're pretty sure they said it's gonna be like a um gotham city police something originally they said yeah just a low-level gotham city policeman that we can kind of learn and grow with yep uh we've seen the cast for casting for him and it is as unseen arkham inmate which massively spurred all of the theories back into the light of him being the joker mm-hmm. how do you feel about them doing a joker in the next movie 
Uh, I don't think he will actually be in the next movie. Uh, okay. For one thing, Matt Reeves came out the past couple days and gave an interview where we discussed that casting. Um, and he said, yeah, we had a scene that was going to have him as this unseen Arkham inmate uh, kind of in the background while we, uh, well, Batman interviews a Riddler or something. Mm-hmm. But that scene has been cut. Oh, so we might get like a some sort of tease or something. He might exist in the movie, but he's certainly not going to play much of a role. Right. Who would you like to see in the next movie? Who would you like this to set up? Um, yeah, I mean, we we need Joker at some point. Do we, though? Do we need Joker? Yes, because he's the. He's like the 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 pinnacle of Batman creating his own villains and his own inverses. He might be better suited for a third movie. Yeah. Um. So we get like Riddler and Catwoman and kind of some of the like a grounded version of those people. We've got Penguin already. Um. Yeah, maybe like a a Scarecrow, Poison Ivy, even. Yeah. Do like get Those into two sort tend of to go together a lot because you could a lot get of chemical stuff. pharmaceuticals and chemicals, and yeah. you could do some sort of plot with them getting involved in yeah. something. Because that's um, one thing that like so poison ivy just tends to be a eco terrorist, right? All of her stuff, she cares about like things that are poisoning the economy and stuff like that, and so you could mm-hmm. do something like like um, a corporation is ruining the economy and she's doing stuff and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Mr. Freeze. I don't know if there's a way to incorporate him nicely in this yeah. universe. Um, I mean, the Riddler looks wildly different than what he is in the comics. And right, so the but he's still of... he's still basically a criminal who tells riddles. Like, True. how do you do a criminal who shoots people with a freeze ray? Well, and that's like something you don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's similar to how, like, the, the stuff that they did with... Um, bane and rajal ghoul in the dark knight trilogy is they mm-hmm. changed the mystic elements about them like bane didn't right. use venom it was basically morphine right um and you can do something with him where he is like he doesn't have a freeze ray mm-hmm. but uh well yeah i think it'd be kind of tough to there's so much about him that is he's just a little too wacky yeah. i think um I love Clayface, but I'm not sure there's Can't a great, be. great way to incorporate him here. So I think, I think Scarecrow, Poison Ivy would be a good combo for the next one. And then we get Joker in the Hush. third one. Ooh. Okay. I think Hush would be a really good one because especially going on, uh, I just came up with this. This was not I, me. Okay. <laughs> uh, with this movie being so focused on the Wayne legacy and mm-hmm. him, like, looks like you lied to me, Alfred, like him discovering that his parents weren't, perfect saints and there's blood and toxicity Mm -hmm. that is mixed in with uh the wayne name hush would be like thomas elliott would be a really good one to bring up to the next one yeah where it's he's kind of come to terms with that and so he's still fighting his family's legacy against somebody Mm -hmm. um but hush is a relatively grounded character yeah you can easily just take off the fact that he can change his face right and he's just a really skilled surgeon uh i mean and then you've got toy maker who basically taxidermies people Mm -hmm. that's a thing you've got professor pig that 
the only time he's really been pro- done proper justice is the Batman and Robin series. That's Dick mm-hmm. Grayson being Batman with Damian Wayne Robin. Mm-hmm. Solid series. Mm-hmm. Creepy guy. Yeah. And I remember like, him briefly from uh, Batman Eternal. Yeah. Like this would be a really good opportunity for him because like this, this movie seems like it's be like, ah, oh, unsettling and creepy and uncomfortable. Yeah. Everything. And, yeah. 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 Um, like, cause there's no serial killer. Well, mm-hmm. he's I feel like they didn't need, they would need to choose a villain. That's not a serial killer for the point of purpose of making a point. Right. They need to do one. That's just generally insane. Mm-hmm. and just yeah they're they have their own obsession and you yeah. can't reason with him and yeah like there's no puzzle to solve mm-hmm. to stop him it's figuring out who he is and how you can stop him in general right yeah i i could see that um i feel like he's probably the sort of character that would end up just being like a cold open takedown see him for five minutes and maybe batman yeah. wraps him up and fries him like a slab of bacon oh dude what if we got Clue Master? In the next movie? And he's like, "You unoriginal! F- I've done this already," and like takes him down immediately. <laughs> or he like, like sits, he like they put him in prison at the end of this movie, and like his cellmate's like, "Hey, I'm Arthur Brown," and it's just like, "Oh, get out of here with that!" <laughs> uh. Oh, I. I'm excited. I'm really excited for this movie. Yes. And I'm so excited to see like what they do next because I yep. just, I love this type of Batman. Mm-hmm. Thank God they're doing this and not Ben Affleck. <laughs> I would have some advanced reactions for you, but I think the internet's actually just gone out. I don't know why it's not. Insider the compared the DC film to other psychological thrill, thriller classics such as Chinatown, Zodiac, The Usual Suspects, and Silence of the Lambs. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love Silence of the Lambs and Zodiac. Like, getting a Batman with that That vibe? Thing, Absolutely. Why is it not connected to the internet? Many fans have been hoping for a darker neo-noir detective Batman film that takes its time to time to really hone in on the character's internal struggles while still exploring much of its tragic past. Love it. Uh, I heard from someone very closely placed in the machine that they ranked it second only to the Dark Knight from a Batman movie ranking perspective. Wow. I'm so ready. <laughs> we got All like right, so we get to see this in like four days. What I bet it is, Six is days. like the complex, days. like the complex and, and mm-hmm. di- divisive is probably it's the casual fans who just have their very clear idea of what they want Batman to be, mm-hmm. or just casual moviegoers probably don't really get it. Right. Which I hate to sound pretentious on. Oh, let's be pretentious but here. Like, if that's the case. I am so ready because I am a pretentious person who reads into the entire movie and it's also Batman and yes. Yes. (laughs) Or it's all of the massive critics that uh, analyze it and it's a really basic film. That's entirely possible too. But if they're comparing it to like Silence of the Lambs, like something like that can't be done simply. Right. (laughs) Like there's so many people that don't like Silence of the Lambs because it's just like it's not an exciting movie. It's a thrilling movie, not an exciting movie. I feel like there's a very... different thing there and oh, i'm just i yeah yeah four days three five days five days five days thursday night thursday night i already canceled my book club with my parents yep another bit of news another bit of news john williams is back for the kenobi show yeah yay go good, john good good music we've had good music yeah mandalorian john solid. williams music no very different. 
Why is it not connected to the internet? I am. We don't have any like much more information about the Kenobi movie, right? No. We do know that Anakin's going to be back. Yep. Uh, Hayden Christensen specifically. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka's coming out after, but this would be a good opportunity for Ahsoka and him to interact. Mm-hmm. But I am. Uh, I'm excited. That's all that is. That's all that news. Yep. Um, a little more Oppenheimer casting. Um, uh, Kenneth Branagh and David Dustmalkian. Malchian. Dalmatian. He wasn't in it already? Nope. Wow, really? He is now. Christopher <laughs> Nolan's like, hey, I'm not going to do it this time. Oh, no, I want you. <laughs> Man, I mean, he really has his gallery he, he of actors. He hasn't used David since Dark Knight. Wasn't he in no. Dunkirk? Really? No. Kenneth Branagh was. Kenneth Branagh was, and he was also in Tenet. Yep. Killian Murphy's been in most things. I think I'm thinking of Killian Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Which we did get a, a first image just of Killian Murphy as Oppenheimer and scarily accurate with the makeup. Hell yeah. Looks really good. Nice. So I did have, before my internet crapped out, I did have a, a full list of everyone that's been cast and it's like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I, he just, he has so much pull. Yep. Maybe he'll make a really good movie this time. Wouldn't that be something? Can't wait. Yeah. I'm at least a tiny bit worried that this is kind of outside his field of strengths. Maybe it isn't. Maybe all of the past movies he's done have been kind of outside his field of strengths. And that's why they've kind of been like good, but not fantastic. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really lost right now. Like, so all of like, his most recent movies have been really good, but not like his best work. Dunkirk begs to differ. That's true. But that's also not like. That has tenant. been. Yeah, tenant, tenant's solid. Interstellar is fine. Yeah, but they're like, I feel like Dark Knight Rises is pretty good. He was like trying to get out of too much out of his, uh, like he was trying to go more fantasy and sci-fi with those things. But like Dunkirk and Dark Knight and Memento and like Prestige, like these are all like really grounded ideas Mm -hmm. when it comes to like the premise of reality, basically. Right. He messes with time and with complicated plans. Sure. But doing going too far into sci-fi and uh like fantasy and time travel and stuff like that, it starts to lose what I feel like makes him solid. Mm-hmm. And so maybe an Oppenheimer, maybe this will be like it it's kind of him returning back to, yeah, I got to stay stay with the grounded. Yeah, I see it. The problem is um he's always been more of like a an ideas and stories guy and less of a characters guy and so doing a big character driven ensemble movie is way outside his wheelhouse Mm. and i'm sure he has a concept of how to approach this sort of but like it's also kind of the concept of the movie and it's about the idea of like his memory loss and him dealing with that it's not a so much character driven it has some character too character driven a little bit what (laughs) you goofball they had like the the guys on the boat also, what do you mean by this is going to be character driven? Did he say it's going to be character driven? He hasn't said it's going to be character driven. So it's probably driven. not going to be character driven. But yeah, it's... It's I'm, probably going to be as character driven as Dunkirk if you think that Dunkirk's not at all character driven. It's not at all character driven. I vaguely remember it being character driven. I think you and I were watching different movies. Anyway. Anyway, I mean, I'm I'm confident it'll be good. Um, I just worry about him doing a character movie when he's not a character movie guy. Yeah. Although, I think there are a lot of ways for him to do it right, and I suspect he will. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have anything else? Nope. I had one other thing, and it was just right there. No, oh, uh, the Marvel Netflix shows, The Menu, uh, is moving to Disney Plus in mid-March. They are doing Disney Plus? Yes. Ballsy. Confirmed. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, sort of ballsy. Yeah. Like, whatever. It's pretty normal stuff. Good. Yeah, so we got that. We got that to look forward to, um, which is good. Um, they won't be disappearing into the ether forever. Yep. So we, we get to still experience them. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else. Any other trailers? Not that I've seen. Don't think so. Uh, what about Nope? <sighs> I forgot to talk about Nope. I haven't seen it. The trailer. Oh, you should watch the trailer. All right. Let's watch the trailer. Okay. I want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Looks spooky. Looks dope. Looks nuts. Yeah. Is he okay? No. I feel like every time a movie comes, like a, he does a new movie, we ask the same question. We've had this conversation a few times. Jordan, your iPod need help? <laughs> need medicine? I think he's. I think he's not okay in the, the sort of way that lets this him just be very answer. creative. <laughs> we ask if he's okay, and he he's said, like, "Nope." Us? Nope. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. So I guess he's kind of settling into the role where he takes like a very classic formula and does a real weird twist on it. So he's got like sort of black exploitation, I guess, with Get Out mm-hmm. and then like home invasion with us and now alien abduction yeah. with Nope. And he's just gonna, he throws it into his own particular blender of crazy and <laughs> uh, contemporary themes and makes something exciting and, and new yeah um yeah this looks real weird yep and like deeply unsettling yep and real fun yep yeah nope yep <laughs> uh the thing i was gonna say is uh do you know what elden ring is have i talked about it before yes i've talked about it before do you remember what it is uh it's the game that george rr R. martin is writing instead of writing winds of winter george get it together george i've been waiting for this book since like 2012 george <laughs> uh yeah it's it's his lore he's writing the, like the lore of the world and the mm-hmm. story and stuff um and it is a uh dark souls style game okay blood, blood souls or souls born i can't remember the official like i think it's souls born you've said souls souls born before um and everyone was like, yeah, that's probably going to be pretty good. Have you by chance seen the ratings? No. I've never seen a game rated better. Wow. It's like when... When half of the poster for the game includes the... Ra- like their ad for the game includes mm-hmm. the ratings. And it's like, it's all the way down both sides. And every single one is 10 out of 10. And also really prestigious. Like mm-hmm. IGN games radar like the really prestigious uh Mm -hmm. ratings uh it's a good game and i don't like the soulsborne games very Mm -hmm. much it's not my type of playing right but i when i can afford it i might get that okay because like uh i when it's that good i just i kind of want to play it i want to see what it is apparently respect quality when everyone's reviews include bits of like I spent eight hours trying to fight this one boss and it pushed all of my, uh, t- my, uh, patience to its absolute limit. And I am not a particularly patient person with those kind of games. Mm-hmm. I may end up breaking my 
game console. Um, but, but in a good way. But in a good way. It's I, <laughs> In as much as that means anything. Yeah. You know, I might get it, but holy crap. That is absolutely crazy good ratings mm-hmm. for a game. I feel like even Skyrim didn't get that good of ratings, and that is one of the big greatest games. And like Halo, the original Halo, mm-hmm. Halo 3, yeah. didn't get that good of ratings. It's it's nuts. That's impressive. Okay. Good for them. Remind me, is this one that's just a Lord of the Rings ripoff? Uh, I don't think so. It's called Elden Ring. Is it, It's about an old ring? I don't know. I don't know what it's about. Okay. Maybe it is. But also, like, you know. Come on, George. You've got better things to do than write around and sit around ripping off Lord of the Rings, George. <laughs> God, you really are mad at George. <laughs> I'm really mad at George. You know how long I've been waiting for that stupid book? <laughs> uh, since 2012. You, in fact, said five minutes ago. Probably 2013 is when I actually finished Dance with hmm. Dragons. But he finished it in 2012. And he said every year since 2015 that this is the year. Until I think this year he said, it's no, it's actually next year. Oh, look at that. So Changing it up. Going the wrong direction there, George. <laughs> next year we'll say it's going to be like two years from now. Yeah, we'll 2026. back until he dies. <laughs> Why doesn't he just give it to Sanderson? Like, everyone knows that Sanderson's the natural one to take over. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he just do that? I mean, put yourself in his shoes for a second. You're a creator. You have built really this big. beloved thing that you really love, and you have put your heart and your soul and all of your energy into it. What is just... he? Is he putting all of his energy into this one anymore? No, but he's so still... pass he's... it off, dude. He still loves it, right? Yeah. You understand what that's like as no, a creator to create something and love it? I don't love anything that I create. I actually hate everything I make. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I understand that one. Um, But imagine actually being good at writing and (laughs) creating something good. I mean, you wouldn't want to give it up. Yeah. Like I have, I have a lot of terrible things I've created in my life, but I don't want to hand them to anyone else and say, here, you make it good. I don't want to do that. Fair enough. That's all I got. Okay. Tell me. We shall. You didn't say it's all you got either, so I didn't. I didn't know if I had to end it. <laughs> nope, I got nothing. I was just going to leave you hanging there for a second, kind of an awkward silence. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on Spotify and iTunes and iHeartRadio and Podbean and all the all the usual places, with the exception of SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Thank you. Um, we are sort of nominally kind of on social media. Uh, check us out though. We're starting to plan our beginnings to think about how to ramp up into some actual production for some content related stuff. Um, we're making progress in that direction. I've, I've done some stuff. I've been thinking about it. Um, yeah, I have to have an actual outline. Yikes. <laughs> it's okay. I have a lot of stuff that needs to get done this weekend. And then I'm free and clear on some other stuff there. Um, I can probably do some work next weekend. It'll be a good time. Um, let's see. What was I thinking about? Uh, social media. Facebook. at uh, Just, I don't know how tw- Facebook works. Uh, Twitter at Just Us Losers Pod. Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod. Also, the also is not part of the handle. It's me saying also is at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, we have a Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com. Are you also cynically soured on the MCU at this point? Or are you excited for the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Moon Knight and She-Hulk and all the other things? Um, I think the, the preposition is of Doctor Strange of the Multiverse of Madness. 
So is the main Doctor Strange not our Doctor Strange? It's the evil Doctor Strange. I'm lying to you. That's not the actual preposition. Sure? I think it's with. Pretty sure. Um, I'm 70% sure it's in. 20% sure it's and. 10% sure it's other. We'll throw those numbers down. Doctor Strange, other, multiverse. (laughs) Uh... Check out rmproductions.net. That's our corporate overlords resting place where they post stuff. It's fun. It's a good time. Make sure it's .net, not .com. Don't ask. Don't ask. I mean, it'd be pretty easy for you to look up and see why. Yeah. Don't worry. It's safe for work. Yep. All right. That's probably all I got. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.